Hey, everybody. Here at Keep Talking Podcast, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we have a health or fitness-related episode because I'm a personal trainer in my spare time, and I'm a total health and nutrition nerd, and I think it's very important for you to focus on your health and nutrition and fitness as well. Now, a lot of Keep Talking's audience is non-native English speaking, and the language in these episodes is often advanced English, but... I'll make sure that I speak clearly and concisely enough for all non-native speakers and, of course, native speakers to understand. All right. Enjoy the episode. All right. You guys ready to get nerdy about some labs? Okay. So this episode, I'm going to talk about, well, a lot of lab testing that I've done and that I think we should all be doing, if possible, for our health. And it's a tricky topic because, well, where I live in the United States, for example, it's not always easy to get these labs checked. Uh, It's a lot of times difficult just you request it with your doctor, and sometimes the doctor, for some of them, will be like, well, why? Like, long story short, they're not all included as part of a routine physical. Sometimes, you know, your insurance, if you have health insurance, won't cover it. I mean, mine kind of covers like half of the costs of them, it seems. So I've paid some extra money to get some of these labs. But long story short, as someone who is a quote unquote biohacker and tries to do everything I can to optimize my health and fitness, I feel it's important to know my labs because ultimately we are, you know, if if we can't measure it in a certain way, we just don't really know what we're doing, right, as it relates to our body. So, in the words of my friend Andres Pipe Ramirez, a fellow biohacker, tenemos que estar midiendo todo. We have to be measuring everything, or as much as possible, which I think sometimes can be overdone, but I do think we should be measuring things as much as possible. Now, before I go into more details here, medical disclaimer, I'm not a doctor, I can't give you medical advice, but I will tell you, you should get some labs done sometimes. All right, so, anyway, that's the end of my medical disclaimer. It never lasts long. Okay, so like I said, why do lab testing? I mean, me, I'm someone, I'm a holistic health guy at this point. I believe we should be very proactive with our health. I I think that a lot of the problem with the modern medical system is that we, you know, it's very reactive. It's not proactive. And the United States, for example, well, I could rant all day about you know, get into the big pharma debate debate, and then they would probably put some sort of tag on this podcast saying, check out the CDC website. But anyway, the point is we have this society where we heavily medicate things. You know, we treat, we don't treat the root cause. We treat the symptoms of things. And I'm someone who believes in, okay, well, how do we be proactive and eliminate a lot of these possible ailments that we might suffer from? And obviously one big way to do that is with labs. Another thing that makes labs super important is that just different things work for different people like different diets I mean diets probably the biggest thing that you know all of our bodies react very differently to different foods and I could talk more about some of the specific this the lab testing that I've done that relates to diet which is not part of this episode I may have mentioned this before in the podcast there's a company called Viome that does what's called health intelligence and gut intelligence testing uh, that will actually uh, essentially tell you well large part what they do is they tell you what foods are best for your body it's very customized uh anyway that's a whole other rabbit hole very interesting stuff now here i'm just talking mainly about which labs you should do uh in a typical clinical setting because you can get these done at basically any lab or any doctor's office just sometimes they're they're not you know mentioned or they're not included as part of a routine physical but i think that they should be right long story short everyone's body reacts differently to different things and it's important to be 
testing our levels of these important labs as much as possible to know how well our body is responding to the diet we have, to the lifestyle we live, etc. Now, um, you know, every, everything is connected, essentially. And even if you're someone who listens to this and thinks, ah, oh, this is too nerdy, I'm not into labs, I just want to know, you know, how do I get really fit? You know, how do I get my, my six-pack for beach season? How do I get a little, you know, bigger arms or whatever the heck you're trying to do? Maybe, you know, some of the ladies out there looking for a little better booty, whatever. I mean, it, it's all connected, okay? Our body, I mean, our hormones, everything is connected. I've done a full episodes on hormones in the past, but these lab markers are important in certain ways for the way our body is shaped okay and the way we can build muscle and burn fat etc so it's all connected and another thing i probably shouldn't even go into this point but i'm going to go into it sometimes the normal ranges that they talk about when we get lab results is not necessarily the optimal range okay but that's a whole other rabbit hole i'm not even going to go there and i haven't studied enough what the optimal range is on some of these but I do know that at least the ones I've had tested are in what's the supposedly normal range. You don't have any major deficiencies, okay? Now, like I said, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through some of the labs that I've done recently and explain why I think that you should get the same labs drawn. And keep in mind, like if you're someone who goes to a doctor for an annual physical, like a lot of us don't even do that. Like when I was in my 20s, I think I maybe went to a doctor like two times. Like I pretty much didn't get physicals. You know what I mean? And I like I know I've met like a lot of guys in particular be like 50 years old and be like, oh, yeah, I've, I've never gone to the doctor. Like, okay, you know, like that that's cool. Like it, on a certain level, I respect that. I'm like, yeah, whatever. That's awesome. You don't need to go to the doctor. But nowadays I do think that we should be proactively, like I said, testing certain things and the funny thing about it is i feel like the lab tests are more important than the appointment with the doctor itself you know like aside from like checking my blood pressure listening to my heart and lungs like what is the doctor i don't know like i value the lab results a lot more than i value my little 11 minute discussion with the doctor you know if i go to see my primary care doctor and i like her she's nice but like you get my point the lab like the results the things we can measure are what's really important all right so anyway here's some of the important labs i think that you should look into um like i said not all of these are tested for i'll kind of go into which ones they typically do test for um if you live in the u.s for example i'm not sure how it is in all other countries i've heard that in canada it's even worse like you have to be like on your deathbed before they'll even allow you to get labs drawn i don't know i heard that on another podcast but whatever okay so let's go into some of the standard ones because i just had labs drawn about a month ago and um fortunately i'm looking pretty good with everything in spite of the fact that i eat tons of saturated fat and tons of salt but um anyway okay so the first one is a comprehensive metabolic panel cmp so this is going to check your glucose your blood sugar level typically you do it fasting it's going to check your kidney and liver function check some other important minerals things like that okay now big ones here we know how important the kidneys and the liver are glucose obviously we want to make sure that we don't have you know diabetes or pre-diabetes since diabetes is one of the four major killers quote unquote along with alzheimer's uh, heart disease and cancer right so very important lab and they will check for that at most routine uh you know routine physicals the cmp okay same thing with the cbc the complete blood count okay this is measuring uh 
into some nitty-gritty details, your white blood cell count, your red blood cell count, your uh, well, your hemoglobin level, I should say, um, your platelets, which help the blood clot. Anyway, so that as well will be included typically in a standard physical, okay? Now, a lipid panel as well. A lipid panel will also typically be included in a standard physical. And like I said, for the most part, if you have health insurance, I believe that insurance will pretty much cover... I'm, not, I'm definitely not going to say all the costs because we all know that insurance companies freaking suck. And like they'll say, like you'll get like 30% coverage on stuff, uh, you know, if it doesn't meet your deductible, which it won't. And yeah, but the point is like the insurance does cover most of these and most of these are included. Like your doctor will just request these without you having to say anything. Okay. The CMP, the CBC, typically a lipid panel. Okay. So lipid panel, I could rant on this for a while, but here we're talking about cholesterol. Okay. So we've got your total cholesterol level. We've got HDL, the quote unquote good cholesterol. That's another gray area, but well, okay. I mean, HDL basically is good. LDL, the quote unquote bad cholesterol, the low density lipoprotein, not always as bad as they say, in my opinion. It's another long rabbit hole. VLDL, which is very low density lip- lipoprotein, that we should definitely maintain at lower levels. As far as I understand it, that, that is bad if you had a high VLDL, as well as triglycerides. Okay, If your triglycerides are high, that is also um, not good news, in my opinion. Uh, now, um, the you know cholesterol cholesterol is just a very interesting topic because you know we we're like we're idiots basically right like we we watch TV and stuff and we hear like I lowered my cholesterol or you know this cereal will lower your cholesterol and it's like freaking honey nut Cheerios that has like eighty grams of sugar for like half a tablespoon or whatever and it's like it's lowering your cholesterol like I don't know how it's going to lower my cholesterol other than the fact that it's not eggs which you know, have a lot of cholesterol. Like you could, (laughs) they like advertise this like breakfast cereal and they're like, okay, yeah, eat this because it doesn't have cholesterol in it, which, you know, eggs, for example, for breakfast would. But what they're not telling you is that that Honey Nut Cheerios or whatever cereal it is has like 100 grams of sugar and is going to give you diabetes and is actually, actually probably going to clog your arteries quicker than the eggs would okay another long topic and that's a controversial statement but the point is eggs are good for you cereal shit for you okay so back to the point about cholesterol cholesterol is something that we've been you know just because of kind of like the the commercials and the 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 world that we live in we've been given this idea that cholesterol is just always bad but much like sodium for example it's not just black and white cholesterol and sodium are two things that it's like okay well you know they both have their important functions it's not like it's something that that we don't want to have any of in the body we need cholesterol in the body cholesterol helps produce testosterone and among other things okay so cholesterol is important we just need to have it at the right levels and ideally the right types of cholesterol anyway end of rant there but they will probably check your lipid panel i do think it's a good thing to get checked if you end up having borderline high let's say ldl the low density lipoprotein which i've had in the past Okay, like I said, I can't give you medical advice. I'm, I already did the disclaimer. But I would definitely talk things over and get multiple opinions before they put you on a statin. Okay, A statin is a medication that is prescribed when people have high LDL. Like That's going to be the step one from a lot of lazy doctors. And I'm calling them lazy just because... 
well, I'm being an asshole and calling them lazy, but that's going to be like step one a lot of times if you have high LDL is they're going to put you on a statin. Now, once again, I can't give you medical advice, and I'm not the greatest expert in this topic. All I'm saying, though, is from what I've heard, I would definitely do your research and get some multiple opinions before you just go start taking a statin. Okay, I do know that a statin will work and will lower your LDL cholesterol, as I understand it, but I think there can be a lot of side effects and it may not always be necessary. So that's the closest thing to medical advice I'm going to give you, but do your own research. Okay, so lipid panel, we got that. They're also going to probably do a urinalysis as part of your you know, standard labs that will typically be covered by insurance, at least for the most part. And your doctor won't give you a weird look if you ask, you know, <laughs> the, the doctor will think it's normal to do a urinalysis, right? Just to see, make sure you don't have any sort of a urinary tract infection and that your levels of, you know, protein, um, glucose in the urine are normal, that you don't have any signs of, of diabetes or kidney issues based on your urine. Okay, so now that's kind of the standard stuff. I think, I think that's pretty much all they typically include in standard labs. Now, beyond this is typically when you have to request it and oftentimes kind of beg for it because the doctor might be like, well, why do you want this? You're looking at you're blah, blah, blah. You don't need this. You're fine. You're healthy. You just, just stand your ground a little bit. Say, hey, Yes, I want to do these additional labs. I think it's important for my health. And yes, I'm willing to pay a little extra money for it, but ask how much it's going to be, okay? Because, for example, when I did my recent labs, there are a couple that I knew, like, wouldn't be that expensive. So I ordered them, right? Vitamin D, for example, a couple different hormone tests. There's a couple I didn't get because they're too expensive and we're trying to figure out a different way to do it. But I'll get back to that in a second. Okay, so... I'm actually, now, I have iron levels on here. I got my iron levels tested. I feel like they, like iron saturation and stuff. I can't remember. Long story short, that's something that we should be getting tested. And I can't remember if that's something that's typically included. But vitamin D, this is the big one that they just don't even include in a typical lab. And you have to like request it yourself. Like I swear, they don't even check vitamin D levels when we typically go to the doctor. And it's nuts because like up here where I live in Minnesota, for example, most of us, the statistical statistics will show are chronically low in vitamin D, okay? Because here we only get vitamin D from the sun roughly five to six months of the year, and it's only happening like, it's like three to four hours a day a lot of times. I mean, it's only from the months of like April through September in the middle hours of the day typically okay and we can get vitamin d from food we can get it from supplements but it's typically not as absorbable if that's the right way to put it i don't know long story short we're chronically low in vitamin d and they're not even checking our levels that much i was super low in vitamin d when i got mine checked about a year ago towards the end of 2021 as the winter was starting because you know i wasn't supplementing with it and when you haven't had any vitamin D from the sun for the last two, three months, you're going to be low, right? Why is low vitamin D a problem? Vitamin D is important for our bones, our teeth, our muscles, our immune system. It's a lot easier to get sick if we have low vitamin D levels. Uh, long story short, they're not even testing it, and I think they always should be. Now, now that I've started supplementing with it, my levels are pretty good. Still maybe not even in the optimal range, but they are in the normal range. Anyway, look into the vitamin D testing. It's typically like under 100 bucks. I'm pretty sure, even if you have to pay everything out of pocket, I think. Okay, so hormone testing, right? Now, I've done a whole episode on hormones. I think hormones are way more important than anyone's giving them credit for, especially men, right? Like women, they talk about hormones. Okay, you know, the menstrual cycle, whatever, hormones, blah, blah, blah. For guys, like we just, we're not really thinking about hormones 
that much. I mean, you might hear the word testosterone and be like, yeah, okay, cool, you know, I'm going to, you know, high libido, whatever, which obviously is important. And it's funny because we're in, you know, I talked about chronically low vitamin D, chronically low testosterone as well. Studies will show that right now, males, compared to, you know, 50 years ago or whatever, we have extremely low testosterone levels. Now, there's many reasons for this. Big part of it is probably because we don't sleep enough in modern society. We also are more sedentary. We don't do as much manual labor, things like that, because the things that raise testosterone levels are doing just that, sleeping well, uh, lifting some heavy things, okay? Now, like my testosterone levels right now are good. They were good when I measured them. I had never actually measured them before, uh, I actually I have feelings that my testosterone levels were probably low a couple years ago when I was under a lot of stress, not sleeping enough, etc. Um, anyway, uh, these hormones are all you know super related. Uh, cortisol, the stress hormone, insulin, which is the hormone that regulates uh, how our body responds to sugar, things like that. Um, I think that everybody should be getting their testosterone levels checked. Now, there's a difference between total testosterone and free testosterone. I'm not going to go into that rabbit hole because I'm not as qualified to speak on it. Um, but And even for women as well, testosterone is important for women. Um, you know, we could talk about, you know, an entire hormone panel. I didn't get like a full hormone panel done. Okay. I got testosterone, free testosterone, um, thyroid stimulating hormone, which is, well, the thyroid gland is super important. Levels are normal there. I think we should all be getting that tested. DEH, excuse me, DHEA, which, oh God, I can't remember exactly the function of it. And I definitely can't remember how to say the name of it because it's super long and sciencey. But anyway, um, look into some hormone testing. I think it's super important. Our hormones are super freaking important. And like I said, some of these ones, they, yes, they will cost extra money and no, your insurance will not always cover them. Okay. So it's your decision on, yeah, what to do with this. Now, a couple of the ones that I didn't get, which I would have liked to do, to do, to have done, you get my point. Um, number one is heavy metals testing. Heavy metals testing can be very costly, but it's super important. I've read stories about people who, uh, you know, had a terrible medical condition of some sort. They couldn't figure out why. And the issue was maybe because they had really high mercury levels they've discovered because of sometimes it's from the things that we're eating, whether it's like, you know, canned uh, fish. Uh, sometimes it's just things in the environment. And the point is like we can get heavy metals in our body, which can lead to a ton of ton of medical issues and it's something that's not really tested for and for some reason it costs a lot to do the testing for um hemoglobin a1c so hemoglobin a1c a lot of people will know is a test that they do on you know diabetics and pre-diabetics essentially to determine what your blood sugar levels have been on average over the last three months right so it's a bit better way to determine to my understanding whether or not you have you know diabetes or pre-diabetes than just a fasting glucose level right um, now blood sugar and glucose levels are are an interesting topic and nowadays what a lot of quote-unquote biohackers like myself are doing is are you uh, is they're using CGMs continuous glucose monitors and that's essentially going to tell you you know what your blood sugar level is doing at all times throughout the day how it's reacting to the food you eat whatever right and this is something i haven't i decided i haven't done it yet cost a couple hundred bucks to get one um i should really kind of just put that on my to-do list just to mess around with one for a little while you know i think i'm gonna put a note after i finish this episode just to get one just to mess around because like i wouldn't wear it forever you know but what i would like to do is i think it's it can be useful to like test all of this 
just for a brief period of time. Like nobody necessarily wants to walk around with a little monitor on your body 24 7 365 but if you do it for like a week or two just to see it could be really useful moving forward same thing like i used to wear this whoop strap have you ever heard of that the w-h-o-o-p strap measures your sleep levels a lot of these biohacker nerds will also use like the aura ring anyway you could check that out as well but i don't really like to use a lot of wearables and devices and i especially wouldn't want to use one all year round but i do think uh trying it out for short term can be useful so a couple other things um uric acid i would have liked to get checked i can't even speak english i would have liked to have gotten checked um that can also be a predictor of diabetes and things like that people know it more as it relates to gout um Anyway, long story, I've heard a lot about that. C-reactive protein, oh God, I can't even remember exactly what C-reactive protein does. I thought it was related to, I had it on my list, I thought it was related to like how our body is, um, you know, something with free radicals, protein made by the liver, inflammation in the body, Uh, kind of. I don't know. I might have been a little bit out in left field there. But anyway, C-reactive protein. I keep hearing how important it is. Wasn't able to get that one done either. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's my that's my rant about labs. And I hope that, you know, with this, uh, like I said, I know it's a lot of information. But um, the key thing I want you to take away from this is that I do think that we should be measuring as many things as possible related to our health. And obviously our labs are very important. Unfortunately, we live in a society where, well, quite frankly, it just it costs money to do this. It's not included as part of like a routine physical, and it's something that we like really have to go out of our way to request. And so, what I'm just trying to do is to raise a little bit more awareness for people who are interested, uh, because ultimately we're trying to be proactive with our health, not reactive with it. And like I said, even if you don't want to nerd out on the nitty gritty, like you know these labs. And all you're concerned with is, yeah, okay, I just want to get some bigger muscles or like a better booty or whatever. These labs, they they make a difference, okay? All of these little stuff on the inside of our body makes a big difference for how it looks and how we perform on the outside. All right. Well, that's all I got for you today. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Let's all make health and fitness a part of our daily lives. Get out there and do it.